Hello. Hey, back at it like crack addicts. And we are back with another episode of Nothing But Facts. Season 3, episode 13. I'm Chloe Rogers, mm. grandson of Steve Rogers, Whoopie. son of Aaron Rogers. Oh. And I'm here with the bestest co-host in the whole wide world, Mr. Trill Bill. Yeah, you know, just back at it like crack addicts. Uh, so with some support. Can we, can we hit a little round of applause because we had a week off? I feel like we deserve it. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. You yeah, had fun. Just, you had fun where you at? Oh yeah. Estoy muy bien. In Mexico. Estoy muy bien. Estoy Pablo. <laughs> now you're from there. You got to be Chapo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, man. That guy like crack addicts. Talk yes, that sir. good shit. Yes, sir. Let's get going. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, welcome back, everybody. Shout out to everybody who participated in our MBF giveaway. Shout out to the two winners who won those Top Shot moments. But we're back with another segment of nothing but facts or crack. Right? So we're going to jump on into it. see what it. you did there. Yeah, see? 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 see, see, see. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to like kick it off with a little bit of a cheesy bang. see what you did there. Uh, but last night had to have been... Quite possibly one of the best games of basketball we may have ever witnessed as far as college goes in our time because that was a lot of fun. So facts or crack was last night's Gonzaga UCLA game, a top 10 NCAA tournament game all time. Yeah, it had so much going on in that fucking game. First of all, Johnny Juzang is a fucking bucket for UCLA. Like, he's an issue. People don't get Go get an agent because you're going to the NBA. Like, he just a bucket, bro. He was giving everybody. Uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a college player be so efficient in a while. Like, he was really just in like a tur- In a tournament, he scored the second most in UCLA history. At, at one point, he right was 11 for 15 Curry. in his shooting. Mm-hmm. That boy's a bucket. A walking bucket. He didn't have a game under 20 in a tournament. My 25 years, yeah, that's the, one of the best games ever. Besides when Gordon Hayward almost beat Duke. Same shot. Somewhat same shot that Jalen Suggs took. It was just, bro, like... That boy is fast. Once Juzang missed his shot and then he got his rebound, I was just watching it. And it's I was that like, split okay. second because I, he I thought that was going to be the Cinderella it the, moment. It was the split second. No, because it was a tie game. But it was a it was that split second that he turned the other way that Suggs just took off. Because he ended up being over there where Suggs took the shot. If only maybe he turned the other way, he would have been like, oh, yeah, this guy, this guy's a crackhead. And he's about to do what I think he's about to do. Well, I mean, in that situation... You just got to stop the ball. Did they have timeouts? Or Suggs was just like, give Gonzaga me the ball. Gonzaga had a timeout. They were like, But fuck. it's like, in that situation, you let the defense get set up and shit. Because if not, you're going to let them set up, and then it's yeah. going to be overtime, and then anything could happen. It was great the way they played that shit. I'm not going to lie. Like, that, that shit was the smartest way to play it. I can't cap it all. Give it to your best player. Oh, of course. I mean, and He shit, knew what just, he was doing. Just get out the way. Honestly. He had the foreman. You know, Grandpa Skip Bayless was like, that was a lucky shot. It's like, how sway? How's that lucky shot? He'd been practiced that. That was no chuck. Bruh, the he man had form. Wasn't. He jumped. He followed through with it. He was like, that's going in. He maybe didn't think it was going to be bank, but he was like, yeah, that that's, that's a good shot right there. I mean, shit. The way I think about it, the man won Mr. Football in the state of Minnesota and Mr. Basketball in his senior year. The man meant to do this shit. Like, he, he really built to do this, so... None of that shit surprised me, bro. It was mm-hmm. just, damn, he hit a 40-footer to win this bitch. I that's, guess that's, that's how the that's game ended. That's why sports is so beautiful. I, I to just keep know, that I lost perfect season moment. going. I lost my mind in that moment, honestly. Like, and, and I know we tweeted it yesterday, but that may have been one of the best sequences of basketball within the last 10 years. That whole second half was wild. It'll be real tragic. They do all that to fucking lose to Baylor on Monday. Hey, Baylor, Baylor got some killers. Oh, yeah, Baylor full of savages, bro. They ain't playing no fucking games with niggas. Baylor is full of savages. 
Big 12 don't play. Well, in light of us asking that question mm -hmm. and us knowing now that Gonzaga is going to go on to the championship game, they have the opportunity to create history if they do win and go undefeated. So, facts are crack. Will Gonzaga finish undefeated? I got crack. Damn, like that? It's just like, I don't think they get it done. I think either Timmy doesn't show up or Suggs doesn't show up. But Does Baylor have the big bodies? Because if he does, I don't see Timmy going like, come on, man. It's no disrespect, but we know Gonzaga big men besides Sabonis. What ha like you feel me? Like they just going through a weak conference, going through everybody, and then they run into a big power five conference, and they're just like, "Oh, this a big ass guy. Not Why he bigger that. than me?" It's just like, bro, their backcourt is gonna be tested as a fuck because mm -hmm. it's like you know Jalen Suggs can play with anybody. Two lottery picks going at it pretty much, but Clispers gonna have to guard the fuck up, and the rest of that team has got to show up as well. Nimhart, the fucking transfer from uh Florida, he's gonna have to play big because, bruh. It can't just be on Jalen Suggs and Timmy. Baylor's not going to allow that shit. They just held Houston to 59 points, bro. They Baylor's looking super shit. nice. Exactly. I, I think they're the they're really like the remedy to the momentum that Gonzaga has. And I think going. they'll probably be the underdog, so I will for sure put a, a little bet on Baylor. 100%. I especially Gonzaga got tested. They didn't they, I know they didn't think UCLA was going to come out like this. Yeah. I don't but think yo, anybody did. They're the first 11 like they're the they were in the playing to get into the tournament. Exactly. Like, everyone should have known, like, they, but they had a plus 14 and a half spread. Like, for sure they covered that. There was no way they were going to get blown out. NCAA not going to let both games be blowouts. That shit was poetic. That shit was just beautiful. All right. Well, looking forward to that game tomorrow, I believe it is, right? Yeah, yeah, we got the women's one night. going on right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Shout out started. to the ladies. But, yeah, that championship Stanford game tomorrow is going to be great. Arizona, under, yo, they, they got heart. The coach is like, fuck the haters. They got heart. Now, something on a little bit more of a serious note. Uh, earlier this week, or actually, I guess now last week, um, we saw Michael Rappaport reveal a, a screenshot of some DMs between him and Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant called him some homophobic slurs and some pretty derogatory names overall. Um, now, in the past, people have called things like this locker room talk, but we did just also see Myers Leonard get into some you know, heavy trouble and ultimately get cut out of the league for using racial slurs. Now, given the severity of Myers Leonard's uh, punishment, was KD's punishment too light? Facts or crack? No, nah, it, was, it, it, it wasn't too light. Not at all. I guess you would say facts then, but no, nah, it wasn't too light. At all. Like, <clears throat> let's just face it. Myers Leonard, what the fuck does he contribute to your team? <laughs> he contributes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Katie, you're one of the, you're the second best top two player in the game. But wait, but go. don't you think that's creating somewhat of a double standard in the scenario? Oh, of course it mm -hmm. is. But it's a, it's a granted. What are you going to do? Find Kate because it's Katie. You're going to find him 300,000 or something. that. Shit? I'm like, going to say Kate. I'm going to trade Katie. I'm going to tell KD he can't play for a week or two. like You know the higher-ups just like don't do that, but in their head, they did not cross, yo, we got to trade this man. Like, hell no. I would lose my job. I can't so, trade him. But looking at it now from the, the standpoint of like the GM of the team, right? When Myers Leonard's situation happened, the Miami Heat suspended him indefinitely, right? Yeah. Now, it didn't last too long. I, I'm pretty sure they reinstated him after like a few games. I'm sure that was so they could trade him, but... Um, yeah, his suspension was indefinite. Do you think KD should have maybe been suspended for a couple of games at the least? Shit, he's already nah. out. <laughs> he's, he's nah, KD hasn't even played since February something. And let's face it, if Michael Rappaport doesn't 
put this out, you don't know about it. And he said he feels bad about Myers his Leonard and it's like, I was feel like- streaming online yeah. with fucking fans. Anyone could see that shit. This is KD like, let's going keep it back real. This man's talk, This is just a grown man conversation. He wouldn't think, oh, this man's going to screenshot it like a little female. Like, you get me? So it's like, bro. Like, being a little child, pretty much. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have said it, but hell nah. Like, this man Leonard was like, I'm going to say this. Nothing's going to happen. And you know, a stand account was there. He's like, I just got you off my team. Not yeah, only I that, I never bro. wanted you on the heat. Now you're gone for real. It's just like, yo, like, Myers Leonard, like you said, it's the double standard, but. One dude is a bench warmer. The other dude is a top, at the worst, yeah. a top five NBA player right now. Yeah, he top 20 all time, top 15. So it's just like, eh, you live with that. Yeah, KD, slap on the wrist. Don't do that again. It don't matter. <laughs> it, it don't really matter at all. Like, KD, even in his statement where he came out and was interviewed and he was like, yeah, I just feel bad that you guys saw that side of me. Mm-hmm. It's not that I feel bad I said that shit. I, just feel bad y'all saw that shit. That's it. And I, I respect that shit. Yeah, he, he did on that. He came to out, it. he yeah, he was wrong, but he's like It's facts, big dog. Big facts. All right. Well, from one punishment to another, the MLB decided to punish the state of Georgia by removing the all star game from Atlanta due to Georgia's new election uh voting rights. Yeah, they basically have voter suppression back and yeah, yeah. They they, wow. they they made it harder for people who are absentee voters to get their vote taken care of. Yeah, bro. I mean I feel like it's the right thing to do because what was that? I think two, maybe three years ago when the all star game was going to be in Charlotte and this for the NBA. But I think the owner or something happened I where that. they made some comments against the uh, gay community and basically yeah, like, yeah, we not coming. Adam Silver was like, yeah, we're not coming to yeah, Charlotte, bro. We'll put this shit anywhere else. So it's like, yeah, bro, when things like that happen, I think it's very well justified. Yeah, for sure. That's facts. Especially when, let's face it, baseball is pretty fucking big in the South. It's America's pastime, bro, but it's a, big in the South, bro. Bro, that's a punishment. They're like, we're not going to get the All-Star game. They're going through it right now. Like exactly, baseball, bro. we don't think baseball is like, we like baseball, but it's not like, there's people that take baseball serious. Like, we take basketball and, like, football. Like, it's big to them. Especially with the, man, yeah, the Atlanta is a baseball fan, especially with the Braves over there. Bro, the Braves, they were going to have the All-Star game. this. Like, bro, think about it. They would have had two All-Star games in a span of six months for two of the three major sports leagues that have all-star games, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you fumbled that own bag. You fumbled your own bag right there. I don't feel bad for Atlanta. I don't feel bad for Georgia. And the Braves already removed the patches off their hats and jerseys. Exactly. All right. Well, let's keep it going. And it's good to see baseball back, honestly. It's good to see people yeah. back in it's the stands. It's good to be betting on baseball. Yep. Yeah. Baseball's looking uh, <laughs> lovely this year once again. Uh, But now moving on over to football, Uh, last week we saw some trades happen in the draft where the Dolphins traded down and then they traded back up. Uh, I believe it was that the 49ers traded for the number three pick overall while the Dolphins went down to number 12. And then the Dolphins traded back up to what number was it? I believe it was number six. Yeah. While the Eagles then traded back down. However, with all these moves happening, maybe people are trying to build up. And are we looking at teams like the Eagles and 49ers trading up in the draft for a QB? Is this facts or crack? No, I think the Eagles are for sure working with Hurts. And he changed his number to number one. He he is for sure going to be QB1 come this season. The 49ers, yo, Jimmy G, you're fried. Bill has to come get you. You're going to be a bench warmer because Justin Fields is coming. 
I see the I so I see it's like 50-50 because the Eagles got hurt. But the 49ers, ever since Jimmy G missed that throw to Emmanuel in the Super Bowl, Shanahan has been the same. He's taking a quarterback, and it should be Fields. What is that, 4-4-4? Yeah, well, on, that, that's going to be tied into the next factor, crack. This is kind of like Monster. a two-parter. But, yeah, I see only one of those teams doing it. Uh, Yeah, it's really only one because, let's face it, if you're the Eagles, the only quarterback you're going to really have a chance to look at at number 12 is, like, Mac Jones and, like, Kellen Mond, people of that Kyle Trask, that lower. next tier down. Yeah. But those top four are top ten picks. Like, um, they're not gonna get past the Panthers, I think, who have pick eight. But yeah, that's the way it's gonna fold. Like Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, all of them top ten picks should be at the very least. And it, it's crazy because we got to see quite a few pro days happen. But one of the most impressive was Justin Fields. So will teams regret passing up Justin Fields? Facts or crack? I mean, at his pro day, he ran, as Chloe even just said out loud. His 40-yard dash in an unofficial time was four seconds. Point what is four he, like 6'3", 6'4"? Yeah, uh, yeah he, that? he is 6'3", 228 pounds. Damn, like 88 speed in Madden. Yo, that boy is fire. Yeah, the Rams crazy. were the he only could, team not might, in attendance for him. Yo, everything eventually gets broken. He might break that, you know, that curse of Ohio State quarterbacks. He has, he for sure has a big ass chance. Him and Trevor Lawrence have been the talk. All these other quarterbacks, they, there's the Trey Lance. Um, what's it? What's the boy from BYU? Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. All that. It's been Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence for the past year and a half. Shit. It's nice. I'm rooting for Justin Fields, especially. Going all the way back to the QB 11 shits when it was on NFL Network coming out of high school. But um, a quarterback running a 40, I don't get too caught up in. Because let's face it, quarterback uses speed. If you're Lamar Jackson, yeah, it matters. But I don't think there's too many Lamar Jacksons running around. I, don't th- I think it matters for Lamar just because like the, oh, we- yeah. the weapons aren't there. Because he doesn't, if there was weapons, he don't need to. You do what Russell Wilson did, just eventually stop running. You just like, buy just, time until yeah. these motherfuckers get open. It's not that you have to run. It's like he just got Mark over here. He's like, I'm trying. Exactly. It's Hollywood, like, bro, I'm too small, man. These guys are bullying me, man. That's too much to comprehend. They're pushing me off the line. Yeah, um, Justin Fields, to me, it's the best of both worlds. He's as big as all of those other quarterbacks. He's got the speed, and to me, he's got the name and the cachet like Trevor Lawrence. Does he go to the 49ers now at this point? If it's I'm Cal, well, you know what? Honest, that's only if the Jets don't take him. And that's if the they Jets. Yeah, the second pick, keep, right? Yeah. If the Jets keep Sam Darnold. But to me, the first quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence that should be off the board should be Justin Fields. Turn my mic up a little bit. I got you. Because, bro, he's. I'm sorry. Zach Wilson. What's the hype? Wait, I see, do you believe it? I see Johnny Manziel 2.0. Oh, and it's not to say that like he's got that whole mindset where he's not as focused. Mm -hmm. But let's face it. This is another athletic, sneaky athletic is what they like to call these quarterbacks that aren't black. So, bruh, Zach Wilson, he's he didn't even beat Coastal Carolina this year. Ah. Biggest game of the year. Weren't they going crazy? Coastal Carolina finished. yeah, Bruh, the chance clears. We all know about the chance clears. You guys were betting on them Shout every week. <laughs> every week, you guys so were betting. I'm like, bro, they couldn't beat them. He only put up 17 points. Oh, that's so tragic. So it's like, bro, nah, I'm not finna get caught up in this hype. Trey Lance, you know, he had the whole 44 touchdowns. I think he's thrown one career interception in college. But, bro, Justin Fields, he he been that. I'm sorry. If they aren't cheated, 
a year or two ago in that champ in that playoff game against Clemson, they're probably in a championship against LSU instead of Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah, that was a fumble. Exactly, bro. That was okay. a fumble. So it's like it's a lot, bro. Uh, Justin Fields, quarterback too, easily. On a more somber note, we saw Roy Williams, coach of UNC, retire. Now the question has to come up: seeing such a, a great coach retire. Is Roy Williams a top five college basketball coach? Now, before I get your take, just to at least read off some, you know, highlights of his career. I got a bigger thought uh, after you finish this. Okay. So, Roy Williams reached 900 wins in fewer games and in fewer seasons than any other NCAA coach in history. He's the only coach to lead two academic All-Americans of the year. Mm-hmm. He reached third in all-time ACC regular season wins, tied for fifth all-time conference wins at 18 wins. He was inducted into the Naismith Hall of Fame in 2007, and he sent 32 players to the NBA as first-round draft picks with a total of 52 former players in the league. And then out of the most... Uh, Wins out of head coaching. I think he's at like 900-something, so I think he's in the top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I got him as a top five coach of all time, at least like in the common modern-day era. The way I think about it, you saw Bob Knight on that list. Um, coach K, easily. Coach Cal. Right? They just fucking throw niggas into and the it's league. Not even, I feel like the biggest thing with college coaching, it's hard to win. Let's and keep it real. Forget, Looking like, at Dean these... Smith. Roy Williams coached 33 years and won three times. Every time he got there, he won. How long has Coach K been coming coaching for? And he has five rings. Shit. You get me? It's like, that's why being a college coach is more than just coaching. Because, you know, bro, these are kids that you're basically, you're their father figure over there. You see Marcus Page, that clip came up on his senior night. Kobe White on the Bulls was Coach uh, Williams pulled up and he was so happy. He literally almost started tearing up after the game. It's bigger than that because these are like pretty much father figures. You grow; you, these guys are growing up in front of your eyes, and you're all, all, honestly, you're obviously uh, teaching them the game of basketball as well. But yeah, he's fire. He's still got Coach K, but five. he's fire. And then you got John Wooden, of course. He has ten championships. No one's ever going to touch that. Yep. It's the list is so small on the all time, like how many titles that Billy Donovan's there with two, that shit and he crazy. won two back to back, just like that. It's hard to make that shit. Yeah, big thank you to Roy Williams. I think he. How many is like 130 he colleges? Some legends right now. Like, if you think about it, you look back at UNC and all the people he's coached. He's got some Who real top-tier names. Let's see. Let's, let's he's made people hella he money. He, I mean, he Vince. That's what hell, I was going to say. Julius Vince. Peppers was fucking a basketball player. Ty Lawson then. was there for a little minute. Ty Lawson. He sent Tyler Hansborough to he the He made Tyler Hansborough one of the best college basketball players ever. Like, bro, he done did it with Here we are. So we got everybody. We Marvin, got Marvin Williams, Williams was a, he class was the second of 2004. Draft. Tyler Hansborough. Uh, Wayne Ellington, a shooter. Ty Lawson, James Michael McAdoo, John Henson, Brandon Wright, uh, Nazir Little, Cole Anthony, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes five. Those are some of the more modern ones. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Vince Carter, you just think about that and it's like, damn, bruh. He, he, he made some shit happen. Yeah, he had Tyler Zeller, Kendall Marshall. Even recently, uh, the kid that I think he plays for Phoenix. Justin Cam- Jackson won a title there. Exactly. And uh, Cameron Johnson. Kirk Heinrich. Bro, he, he, he didn't make it happen. Oh, yeah. I forgot he coached in um He Kansas. coached at Kansas, yeah. Raymond Felton. I, Paul Pierce. He coached Paul Pierce. Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce. Paul Pierce living life That right boy now. said good morning at 8 o'clock at night. We were like, yo, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, bro, are you okay? He's going through. He's definitely. He's not even going to show up tomorrow. He's like, I don't even want. 
probably not even there anymore. <laughs> All right, but let's keep it moving. So after the trade deadline hit and moves were made, which we're going to talk about the trade deadline shortly, but after moves were made, a lot of people realized there are quite a few teams that remain with a lot of cap space. And heading into this offseason, you have some big names such as Kawhi Leonard and Bradley Beal who are going to be free agents. So will we see a big name in the NBA sign elsewhere in the offseason? Bradley Beal is a free crap? agent? If I'm not mistaken, he's a free agent, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, you I, might have to I'm looking at this fact, list. Or... He's not there. Oh, I, 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 I'm pretty I sure thought I had not. read that, that he was going to be a free agent too. No, um, to. In the offseason, honestly... It really depends on how the situation ends and how this season Especially ends. Especially if they're an ugly. And, yeah, uh, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent in 2021. What the hell? Okay, if that's the case, then... Oh, see? shit, he gone. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. 2023. Ah, uh, 2023, he's unrestricted. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, because he's still on his contract. But yeah, it depends how it plays over there in Los Angeles on the Clippers side. If that shit ain't ugly, Kawhi's either like, you got to go PG or I'm gone. Pretty much. To me, Kawhi, is no reason to stay, bro. You can do multiple things. I mean, <laughs> nah, it I would think, be I cool, think he'll go to. He, but to me, the scariest thing you said it the other day, he could go to Golden State. Nah, I would be, I would be terrified. And they're right back to their shit again. I mean, shit. Steph gonna be like, bro, I don't have to do it. I just play offense. The NBA is over. I'll say it right the fuck now. The NBA is over. And Clay's there and shit. Oh yeah, I'm so I'm terrified of the Warriors. He could just be like, "Fuck it, I'm just changing teams. I'm not even leaving the city. I'm just gonna go to the Lakers now." So, he do that shit, bro. It's a wrap. I won't watch basketball. They blowing out every fucking body, bro. It don't matter how they. The Wiseman's still there. Seven, oh yeah. The Nets could put seven people on the court. It don't fucking matter. I would take if Kawhi went to Golden State. I'd take them over Brooklyn. I, w- I would want to see a series against the Lakers for sure. But Brooklyn, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, oh, fuck. With Curry and Clay, Draymond, Wiseman. They make some shit happen. And don't forget about Oubre. Shit, they try. That whole Kelly Higgins Oubre is still gone. there? Oh, yeah. Kelly someone, Oubre yeah, they, one of those guys is gone. gone. Mm-hmm. He, he's gone for sure. You got Chris Paul. Let's see what happens to him. Mike Conley, Kyle Yeah, Lowry. well, some unrestricted, because Chris Paul, I think, is a restricted oh, free yeah, agent. Yeah, so the unrestricted free agents that are going into 2021 include Mike Connolly, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, Keep Otto going. Porter Jr., Victor oh. Oladipo, Tim Hardaway Jr., Schroeder, Fournier. DeRozan gone. Like, he's so gone. Tim Hardaway Jr. could fuck himself up. Because he's great playing next yeah, to Yeah, yeah, he's going, Luca's making him, he's going like 18 a game type shit. Like, he's going crazy. But he could be like, fuck it, let me go get the bag somewhere. And then never he honestly can. Again. You got Lonzo as a restricted yeah, free agent. He's coming agent. to the Knicks. You could erase that, honestly. I just think that Lonzo, he's going to be someone that gets not a big bag, but he could get four he's for 60 this year. Yeah. yeah Kawhi and Chris Paul have player options this year. DeRozan, I, he's for sure leaving. I just don't I, know where. If It'll be I'm, good if he take a pay cut. To if the I'm Lakers. Chris Paul, what the fuck am I opting out for? Honestly. Isn't Chris Ball do like 30 plus or close? 30, 39.9 Exactly. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm if opting I'm Chris in. Paul, I didn't already opted in already. And, 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 they're, and they're one of the top teams in the West exactly, right now. Exactly, bro. Number two. I, I think they have the second I'm best Rima record. I'm family in Phoenix at this point. We live in Phoenix at this point. That's what that means. Look at this nowhere. sign, bro. You want to you see something? Go, go drive a little bit. You see the Grand Canyon. Exactly. Well... Yesterday, we saw Joel Embiid come back, if I'm not mistaken, right? On Saturday, he came back, or Friday. Um, sure but with him coming back, he actually didn't do so bad. I think he had dropped, like, 
I think I want to say it was like 20-something points and then like eight rebounds. But can Embiid still make an MVP run, facts or crack? No. It's going I, to be I, it's extremely hard. difficult. Yeah, like once you lose, how many games has he missed? He's missed, I believe, more than 10. That's hard. When you and got, they played well without and him. And now so Harden's like missed two games too. So it's like I really joke it and then not everyone doesn't want to do it. But this man Giannis might win three straight. He is going insane. Like 35, 13 the past couple of games. He's doing well, like... Think, tw- wasn't he out like, yesterday? Yeah, he must... I think... No, no, he's missing today. No, it was yesterday. He missed yesterday. But it was just like, that's one game. Harden's already missed two games and it's a hamstring. You know you're going to be cautious to that. Giannis yeah. is sitting down because it's just Giannis. Give Especially because Brooklyn has the, the Jokic star is just, power to Jokic that. is just like, he's in the fountain of youth. You don't get hurt. Knock on wood. Don't want him to get hurt. But he just... But the man's a monster. Dame too. Yeah. Especially because I have a future bet on Dame that I, I forgot about, and it's just increasing. When you look at the most valuable player, this man Dame has missed. Nurchich has been out. CJ missed over a month. Granted, he had Gary Trent Jr. going crazy. But, but why, aren't, been, why aren't people talking about, like, CP3 or Donovan Mitchell being in the MVP Because race? we don't vote, and the voters want to see the numbers. Like, oh, my God. Like, Chris Paul doing 25, 8, and 8, he would be there. But since he's only doing, like, 16 and, like, 8 and some, put up his numbers. He's, like, he's producing, but the voters aren't seeing that on the numbers. So they're like, oh, yeah, there's no point. And then Donovan Mitchell. What about Donovan Mitchell? How you feel about that, Trill? I think with the Donovan Mitchell thing, they're kind of looking at the whole team. The whole team is having a statistically like one of the greatest great years year. in the franchise. And it's like, hell, they're the number one seed. And it's not like Donovan Mitchell is doing anything that we haven't seen before. Like, we've all seen this. He's doing 24, 25 points. He's doing this as a rookie. And it's just like, okay, Conley's showing up. Rudy Gobert actually looks like he's not worth a minimum. He's just not worth the fucking max. I know, could tell you that much. For I know a top ten contract in history, but, but he's fire. Exactly. He looks like a. He looks better than Hassan Whiteside. I say shit like that. So it's like, <laughs> with that being said, yeah, you can make some shit happen, but it's going to be very hard to win MVP when you have James Harden doing the shit he's doing, Jokic doing the shit he's doing, Dame, and then you've got LeBron on ice, Embiid just getting back, bruh. Don, it, Donovan Mitchell might not even get a vote this year. If and Harden no misses disrespect. more time, it might just go to Giannis, Jokic, and Dame. I mean, I feel like it has to go to Jokic at this point. That man, is he's playing like we haven't seen in God knows how long. He's re- literally redefining the whole center. You got to look at the, not only the numbers, but what they're doing. And Dame has been doing this consistently, like 29 a game, 30 a game, like in his sleep. He's literally probably the clutchest player. It's going to be scary because, let's face it, if the Bucks somehow fuck around and end up with a number one seed, Giannis is MVP again. Yeah. But like anything that could happen. How many How games, many games back? are they back of them? Well, see, the thing I look at is this, right? The Blazers are in the sixth seed right now, while the Nuggets are the fourth seed. That's something that definitely should attribute to that right there. But, you know, once again, looking at the Suns and the Jazz, I can't believe they're the one in the two seed. Nobody's talking about what are the Jazz, 38 and 11, 38 and 11. Like, come on. That's insane. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're up three and a half games on the Suns because I'm looking at this from a distance. The Nuggets are seven and a half games back and the Trailblazers are eight games back. Yeah. Yeah. So they're only separated by half a game. Yeah. Yeah. um, That's what I'm saying. It's going to come down to the end, like to the last week of the season, basically. Mm -hmm. That's. Because at this point, let's face it, the Lakers are going to do what they're doing right there and finish off. Damn, that's a crazy first-round matchup. That would mean that the Nuggets go home in the first round. Yo, the La- but they could keep falling. 
The Lakers lost today. They haven't counted it. They were down by like 20 against the Clippers. It's a, it's a lot. That shit's going to... Bro, they're going to be in the playing games. Bro, watch. The Lakers are going to be the seventh seed, and they're going to play the 10th seed Warriors in the playing game. You're going to see Curry against LeBron, and then LeBron going to be like, Steph, come. Nah, I think, honestly, the matchup you'll most likely see is one of those two teams, either the Lakers or the Warriors, going up against one of these younger upcoming teams, whether it's the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Grizz, anybody of that nature. Luka playoff series, I like it. Exactly. Like, you're going to see some shit like that. But <laughs> it at this point, you just get along for the ride, bro. Mm-hmm. Just buckle down. We're I think regular season ends May sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken. So we're almost a month away from playoff basketball. About to be that time of year again, bro. Just, the craziness. It's right around the corner, and the season's getting close to ending. Sadly, Lamelo Ball caught an injury that ended his season, but get me hot. He played so well that you can't help but ask the question, can LaMelo Ball still win Rookie of the Year, facts or cry? No, uh, he's missing how many games? He's yeah. missing, it was said it was a minimum of four weeks. If Anthony Edwards can sustain what he's doing and finishes off the year as he's caught some great momentum. Even yeah. as a 17-point-a-game or 18-a-point-a-game score, he's, he's going to run away That boy in Sacramento, this. excuse me. Tyrese Halliburton is he nice. He's going dumb. He's super efficient with it, too. I just look at... I don't know, who, but it's like, who are you going to give it to? Because it's like you can't go based off teams because there are teams at the bottom of the conference. Exactly. So it's like... You're you literally look at numbers, going off like, the individual performance and shit. And I'm like, Anthony Edwards every day just because of what he gives you on the offensive end. Like, don't get me wrong. Halliburton, like you said, hella efficient, but I, I just, I've seen this and it could go for 40 already. I hope they vote. Shit. But yeah, like Halliburton, I think he's gone for like 28 in that and game. And he's he dunked had on like, some grown-ass like, men. He had some great, like some numbers that you would see, like Chris Paul do, like in his prime type shit. I just hope they don't go off like just the hype of what Anthony Edwards is. They just don't think of that dunk, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's the rookie of the year type shit." Because I feel like it's a lot deeper now since Lamelo's not gone. I mean, since he is gone, because when he was there, it was a lock. I think he was like what minus nine hundred at one point to win the rookie of the year. Some wild shit like that. I got Anthony Edwards as a lock at this point, unless like let's say Lamelo. Because that's the other thing to fucking think about. The Hornets are a playoff seed. So let's say LaMelo comes back and he comes back at the beginning of May and just plays for those last two weeks. And the Hornets are a playoff team. They I don't could, they see... They could sustain it. Oh, wait. Gordon Hayward's out for, for a month now. Exactly. So, they, so I'm you like, never know. If they sustain the playoff team, playoff seeding, and LaMelo comes back and gets a few games in, I can see him definitely getting rookie of the year. Yeah. Because right. he'll be the only fucking person on a winning team. Mm-hmm. Well then, let's bring it on to a new segment. Uh, so, trade deadline ended. We talked about how we want to talk about, you know, what happened at the trade deadline. So, I put together five trades that occurred last second at the trade deadline. I think this is a, a more explosive trade deadline. I had a lot of fun watching it go down. But the first trade we really saw that kind of sparked everything off was... Big Vooch being sent on over to Chicago. And Chicago got Nikola Vucevic along with Al Farouk Aminu, while the Orlando Magic got Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks. So, grade that trade, fellas. Uh, I got it as a B, just because for the Chicago's part, you were able to unload Otto Porter's retarded-ass contract. I still don't understand why he got that max deal. I think after one year of balling in Washington, 
doesn't make sense they to thought me. Washington was like Beale Wall Porter. Exactly. Oh, they were like, oh, go, we got a big together. three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Run it. But um, it's the fact that you got rid of that contract and you were able to replace. Didn't, didn't they get picks back? Uh, Chicago sent two first or second round picks. Two first round picks? No, two second round picks, if Ooh. I'm not mistaken. It was two second round picks. Let's okay. Double, let's double check real quick. Oh, it was two future first round exactly. picks. Exactly. Yep. So I'm two like, hey, Vucevic, that, f- hey, they could have, they could make something work, but it's just like, I don't get it with the Bulls. Like, they beat the Nets today, but there was literally no Harden and KD. But it's just like, they just be retarded, dog. When you look at that team, they're not a bad team. At all. And they have, when I isn't, say Kobe White, is Isn't Donovan Levine, over there? Donovan. Billy Donovan. Oh, yeah, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan is like, the coach. They got oh, something there. Yeah. Fucking... Even Patrick Williams hasn't been a bad rookie this year. Laurie Markkinen is still there. A lot of people were shocked that they didn't give up either of those two pieces between Laurie or Patrick Williams. So they gave like, up Wendell Carter Jr. What pick did they have? They had the fourth pick in the draft, right? Who mm-hmm. who could they have taken? That Imagine they said, like, damn, I'm thinking about it. Because everyone was like, why did we take Patrick Williams type shit? I remember that. I mean, hell, in this draft, you could have had... Yeah, I'm trying to think who the fuck went right after Patrick Williams. Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot happening, sir. It's a lot. I thought he put in two thousand. I was like, oh, we going back, back. Here we are. So Patrick Williams was taken at four players. Sorry that to cut you off. I totally forgot about the guy at number six. Where is he? Yeah, Onyeko Okongo. Oh well, no, he has a foot injury. I kind of saw that happening. Like he was going, they were going to sit him down for the year. Tyrese Halliburton was taken at twelve. Yeah. Is there just too many guards in New Orleans? That's why Lewis doesn't play? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Cole That's Anthony at 15. Who the fuck is the 10th pick? Read that name. The Suns. They who, drafted Jalen Smith. Who the fuck is Jalen Smith? Wait, I've never heard of him. Exa- I'm like, bro, who the fuck is Jalen Smith? That's a made-up name. No, they just sure. made it up on the start. Who Maryland. did he play for? He played, he played for Maryland. Maryland? He played at Maryland. 6'10 power forward. Oh, he wasn't even the one and done? They was like, sir, where do we find you at? Where is he? He averaged 15.5 points, 10.5 rebounds, 2.4 blocks, 31.3. Bro, he uh, must have caught Rona. There's no, yeah. like, dog, there's no. He, he made all first team year. in his conference? What the? 7 2 wingspan? Oh, yeah, I don't know what's. Well, he's on the Suns. He ain't getting no minutes. He's just I, learning. I don't even know who that man is. He's just learning. That's all he's doing is learning. His basketball reference is going to pop up. It's going to say 0 for 0. That's all like it's going to say. 3.6 points. He don't have no stats. He can't. <gasps> He has 1.3 points per game, one rebound per game, and 0.1 assists per game. It's the fact that he's trying. 16 uh, games. Who the fuck? Oh, he's probably just not getting PT, and he's just there at the blowouts. I, it, bro, I'm just like, look, last year's draft, that was disappointing after those top three picks. I can't even lie. On Kongu, you got to fucking play. That shit, fuck, Denny's look, Denny looking Denny's, normal. yeah. So it's like, bro, I'm a little concerned right now. Isaac Okoru, I don't know what the fuck you even doing out there. In he Cleveland. playing 35 minutes a game and he can't even drop you 20 fantasy points. No disrespect to him. It's like, what? Is, he just cardio. Who may have done a good job? Detroit. Well, Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes, and May Pan. I think said, I think said, I think Killian Hayes came back too. Well, exactly. A lot. A lot of people think the Miami Heat did a good job at the trade deadline because. Hey. He got to secure Victor Oladipo, and we basically gave up a washer yeah, and a, a nice dryer pick. for him. Uh, so Miami got Victor Oladipo while Miami what? traded. You guys Houston. got rid of Kelly O. Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a 2022 draft pick swap. I look at it like this. We came up on another 20-point score. and Defense. Yeah. 
So much defense. Like, for I'm what? Like, for that three-headed monster in Brooklyn. Pat know what he doing. And I'm like, when people really look at it, shit, our free agent signings of Avery Bradley, <laughs> Mo Harkless, shit, I'm trying to think who else we brought in this offseason. But them niggas, Trevor over there. Yeah, we brought in Trevor during the season. But I'm oh. like, all those people we brought in offseason, mm-hmm. I think we flipped them niggas, bro. Because Pat Roddy be like, shit. It's not working. It ain't working, bro. He look at once you, he, he saw like, Harden, he went up to the drawing board. He's like, I got it. He was like, this this is not computing right now. He was like, they want Duncan, bro. Once Houston wanted Duncan and Tyler, he was like, he was like, yeah, I'll call y'all back in a couple months when y'all want, got someone else. You want both my guys? No, I can't do that. Shit, crazy. But yeah, the Heat grade that trade a, just because. You that got another a. score. And, and you didn't have to get rid of the, your two shooters. You didn't give up that much, honestly, bro. Avery Bradley wasn't even fucking playing for Kelly us. Kelly O, you could just... I, I feel like we gained more efficient pressure, players. Precious enters his position now. Avery Bradley, wasn't he hurt? Has he even played for you guys? Bro, he played like he, a handful played, of games. Yeah. Didn't he come back games. and he got hurt when he came yeah. back that game? Yeah, so that's... you guys, And you got a, an all-star. Yeah, exactly. Someone who could be a number one option to like a... You know, a fighting team. And, and when that's he wants a lot. to be on that team, he's amazing. And when he, he could easily pop off for 35, 40 points. He was the number two pick in his draft class for a reason. He's a great second option. Orlando's had some good draftees, but they just like, nah, we're going to trade you. They just be we like, we can't wait. We, we don't have patience. We need Shaq or Tracy. Sorry. You need Jesus. That's what you fucking need. Pretty much that, too. Well, a team that people thought was going to make a lot of noise was the Boston Celtics. And I believe this was. One of the only trades they made, because I know they traded they traded Daniel Dice over to Chicago, but their biggest trade was that they got Evan Fournier and they traded Jeff Teague, who got waived by the Magic, and they sent two future second round picks to the Magic. So for me, I grade this as a C, bro. But this shit is an F, bro. Because it's just like no disrespect. I, you got Evan Fournier, and don't get me wrong, he's an added shooter, but it's like. Averaging over 20 a game, if but I'm not mistaken. This is basically, you basically just brought the French Gordon Hayward over here. You, you <laughs> did this like two years, you did this for the past two years trying to make this And you saw it didn't work. work. Evan Fournier is going to about to average like 13 points a game now as a Boston Celtic. Tatum's there, Brown's there, Kemba's there. Man, don't make me start Marcus talking about Smart's Don't make me like start talking about Carson Edwards and Langford in the dungeon. They won't let those boys be free, them, them hoopers. Then you got Marcus Smart. Who else is there? There's just so many guards when they need a center. Exactly. They're gonna right. go into the playoffs and get fucking swept because some, they're gonna be the eighth seed, and even for, Kevin Durant's gonna be center for them for the for the Nets and just destroy them. Let them play the the 76ers in the first round. Tatum going home, he gonna have to drop fifty. Brown gonna have to drop thirty because it's not Let's gonna work. Let's just face it; they can play. The only team that I think they would beat in the first round, and that's strictly off of just matchups, is the Hornets. Because the Hornets don't have a dominant, dominant big man. But if they got to go to see Philly, Miami, Milwaukee. Um, Giannis shit. has a field day every time. So does Chris Middleton for some reason. Playing Bam awesome. would kill these niggas. Like, it don't really matter what big man they see. He going to work their ass, bro. So it's like, uh, at this point, you give it to God. Y'all need to sign somebody. Call Maybe they save and talk over the playoffs. I don't know what it is. They should call Kevin Garnett. But... They need to make Bring something back. work, bro. If that shit not cool, it's not working, it's not popping. Yeah. Realistically, like, yeah, F. Okay. Not for the player, but, like, for your trading because you need to make your team better and you did not make your team better. At all, bro. And you gave up fucking two second-round picks, bro. 
For what? Evan Fournier? Like, come on, bro. That's what you need in the playoffs, right? Oh, in the playoffs? Oh, crunch time? Yeah, we're going to pass it to Evan. No, the fuck you not. You're going to pass it to number zero. Exactly. Now, and just get out the way. Now, a trade that seems to potentially have revitalized the Portland Trailblazers' hopes of moving on up in the seating ladder is the trade that got them Norman Powell. So Portland received Norman Powell while they sent to Toronto Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Grade that trade. The more I think about it, this is another average-ass trade because, bruh, Gary Trent Jr. is going to become a hooper. I and Rodney Hood has always been a fucking crackhead bucket coming off the bench. Pretty much. It's just the fact that everyone got caught up in the fact Norman Powell was hooping this year, almost a 20-point-a-game score. Kyle Lowry's on the trade block, not playing. Pascal looks like crap. So it's like, oh, my God. Bro, I Norman picked up Powell, Powell and he literally is a top-10 shooting guard, but I think it's like a blessing in disguise for um, Toronto because Gary Trent, about it. that's their backcourt, him and Fred. Kyle's going to be out of there, and it's Gary Trent is a straight bucket getter i thought they were going to get rid of cj or someone like eventually down the line and just replace him with gary trent but you know portland they got three scorers now give you like 70 a game to to be completely honest kapow is a walking bucket but that's all you're going to get he's one of those guys that's going to give you 25 points and two rebounds and he's like shit maybe an assist like no i don't want to pass it you never mind i'll get zero is he the backup plan in case cj's gone um no he's no i think they're going to try to keep him as the three but basically he I don't know what they're doing. In my opinion, him. he'll probably take all of Melo's shots come next year. I don't think they bring Melo back come next year, mm-hmm. and he would be the third option. So whenever Dame or one of those two isn't on the court, he would be, and he would be that second option or first option if neither's on the court. They low-key just like stacking up their hoopers, and they're like, bro, we're going to outscore you. That's how we're going to win. And they still got nurtured. Like he's he's not a bad center at all. He just can't stay healthy. At and like all, every bro. time he gets hurt, it's like and a crazy ass gruesome injury, and he has to miss multiple months. It's never just like no no it sprain. Bones ankle. be just <laughs> just got that's no noise of shit, mate. Yeah, drink milk, drink milk every day. The final trade I have loaded up had Aaron Gordon going to the Denver Nuggets, while Orlando got Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and a future first round pick. Uh, while Denver also received Gary Clark. A. Overall, I think Orlando had one of the better days in trade history because, she, let's face it, we just covered them in how many different trades right there? I think they, two. They just realized that they did. And a lot of people forget they have Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaacs on a. long-term contracts. And that man who just got traded to them, R.J. Hampton, is a bucket getter. Yeah. Is that, bruh, and they got a future cool, first round pick. Gary Harris isn't bad as well. Like, bruh. And they're going to have a top fucking five being generous. They're probably going to have a top three pick this year. They just seeing how the body works picks, out. Like, shit, that's a team you need to be concerned with. Bundo Carter's been playing good over there, too. And then for the on the Nuggets side, go pull up the standings. I'm pretty, They went up from like the seventh seed to the fourth seed now. Yeah. Aaron Gordon fits right in. It's a lineup of Murray, Barton, MPJ. A fucking demon, Aaron Gordon. I think they put MPJ at the four because his ass is like fucking six ten, six eleven, and then you got the Joker. Someone that doesn't seem to be getting talked about is Mo Bamba. He got quite a bit more playing time out of this. He hasn't been starting, but he's, I mean, I he's think been looking pretty nice. He's never gonna get his chance now because it's like Wendell Carter's out. He's better and he's outperforming him. And Wendell Carter, he's he's a very good center. He just can't stay healthy. Like Troll said a couple episodes ago, he plays like 40, 45 games. He's like, no, nah, I'm good, and my body gets hurt, and I miss the rest of the year. Yeah, he's three years in, and he hasn't played a full season. But Bamba, like, 
it's like I said a while back. Like, how how can he get PT when he was playing behind a top three center in the East, top five center overall probably, and now he has to deal with another guy who's just as hungry as him. They're practically around the same age. They might have been taken in the same draft, honestly. Bamba's probably been in the league for three years as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, just about, if I'm not mistaken, too. Mm-hmm. Well, one final topic we have before we wrap it up for the night. A uh, little interesting topic that I thought went around about sports, and it kind of converges all three. But if you had a million dollars, would you bet on Justin Verlander throwing 100 consistent strikes, Steph Curry hitting 100 consistent free throws, or Justin Tucker hitting 100 consistent hey, field goals. Before you repeat that, uh, the bestest goalist in the world, say, uh, he says the the screen is just on the logo, like on the live. Yeah, I think it's stuck. Because it's like ever since we went over a trade, it's just been sitting there like this. There's been no transitions. That's why. Okay, I'll check on that. It's showing me we're still going. Trust uh, I've been paying attention. I'll, I'll check. I'll check. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just on, on that question right there. <laughs> And we talked about it the other day. I'm either betting on my man Justin Tucker or I'm betting on Steph Curry because I've literally, like, I think a video came out months ago where Steph Curry hits 105 in a row. So, yeah, Steph Curry easily. And then if it's not Steph Curry, then I'm definitely going to go with Justin Tucker. I'm going with Curry. I'm not double down on Curry and then triple down. And then how many videos are on Twitter that he's been shooting? He shoots threes for like fucking five, 10 minutes straight. Exactly, bro. It's like, and uh, I just think throwing a strike, like, bro, that's, dog, that's your, no, bro, that's not gonna happen hundred straight the, times. The only other thing I would think of, if they're asking for a strike, does it have to be a certain? Does it have to be like a minimum miles per hour type shit? Because you could just tell Justin Verlander, hey, I need a hundred pitchers over the fucking plate right now. Oh, he's and like, yeah, he's exactly. Like, he get that shit done. Doing this is but I was it's five. like, if it's a minimum requirement of that's a, what I'm thinking about. I'm like, he throwing it like 85, 90. Got, I'm like, exactly. yo, his arm is done. I, I will say this: our friend Pete over at Gamble on Ginter has a friend in the MLB, and he asked him. He said, "How would you feel about seeing Justin Verlander throw a hundred consistent strikes?" And he said, "He's like, I can almost guarantee you the best you'll get out of that is around eighty percent." That's fire. It's hard. Think about it. Like, pitching is so hard to do. And then what was the last one? And the last one was uh, Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker hitting 100 consistent field goals, which I think if you want to wait on it. And Are these like from distant, the t- different distance or he's doing like 40 yarders? Yeah, is this like just the standard extra point? I don't know. My, extra my point, thing, he'll do 500. My thing would probably be Curry. That, yeah. That's something he probably does on the I daily. Think it's unanimous for sure, Steph Curry. That guy's a legend. If it's Like I said, bro, if it's not Curry, it's Tucker just because... Bro, my man, the GOAT, my man different. Like, he, he built different. I don't know what he be doing, but, yeah, he make it happen, bro. I'm not betting against my dog. All right. Well, that 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 does it. That does it. That 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 does it. But as it. always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, MBF underscore Clo, MBF underscore Trill. NBF underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, what would I have to say after that? Uh, nothing but facts all together on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Y'all take care. See you next week. Make sure y'all subscribe. Do all that stuff. We love y'all. Catch y'all next week. We out. <laughs>